unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? Nathan, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Facing the inevitable downfall of my career as a copywriter because robots are about to take our jobs. But other than that, I'm doing great, man. Well, time marches on, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. So I'm excited. We're finally doing a show on artificial intelligence and copywriting. And this has been a long time coming. Now, Nathan has quite a bit of firsthand experience finding out on real assignments what AI can do and can't do. And I have less experience, but I do have some. One thing is for certain, AI is here to stay, and it is slithering its way into copywriting. It's not going to replace all of us tomorrow, but if your skills are limited as a copywriter, you may want to upgrade those skills or become a real AI jockey or both. Today, we're going to talk about what AI does well and how it can save you tons of time once you learn it, what it doesn't do well and may never be able to do well at all, and just what to think about overall. It's an exciting thing to talk about, and this is exciting as well. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast, but most of the time, common sense is all you need. If you make extreme claims, and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, business opportunity, You may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So we're going to talk about some surprising uses of AI in copywriting you might not have heard about before. These may be Nathan's innovations. I don't know, but I certainly never heard about them. And we're going to be very direct about what AI is not good for. To start, let me tell you, how I see AI when it comes to copywriting. I think of AI like a 10-year-old savant who has memorized Wikipedia and is sitting at the kids' table at Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, over at the grown-ups' table, Marge mentions that she has just lost an aunt. The other adults commiserate and offer sympathies. Another woman shares an equally heartbreaking story about how she lost a sister when she was growing up. Back at the kids' table, the fifth grader stands up and loudly recites the five stages of grief. After that, he shares with Marge statistical results from three peer-reviewed studies predicting how many days and weeks it will be before she can put the loss of her aunt behind her. Marge bursts into tears, and the kid gets sent to his room with no dinner. But that's okay, because he's not really a kid at all. He's just a bot. Okay, that's how I think of AI in relation to copywriting, how I think of it. Nathan may think differently. Second, I want to announce we are not selling any AI copywriting programs today. Nothing wrong with doing that, but with all the people selling AI copywriting products today, including a couple of my copywriter friends, I want to let you know you can't get that here. All right. But what you can get is a powerful package of observations and predictions and experience-based conclusions. Nathan's the one who has most of the experience, in case you're wondering. 
So, Nathan, let's start with a um, big open-ended question. How does AI work and what's it good for when it comes to copywriting? So, first of all, your story about the ant and the grieving at its current stage, that is a very accurate depiction of how the AI works. It's not capable of a lot of the subtle nuances that a human interaction is. Also, I will say we're definitely not selling a copywriting with AI program. I do, man, no shade at anybody because, you know, money follows speed. But I, I do think it's ironic. All of the people that I learned copywriting and marketing from were people who had been doing it for most of their careers. Everybody right now trying to sell me a course on writing with AI has been doing it for about a month and a half. So there's that, <laughs> there's that discrepancy there. But that aside, the other thing that I wanted to state at the beginning of this episode, we record these episodes about a month in advance and the capabilities, the information around AI and copywriting is changing so fast that even between the month of when we record and when this show goes live, there might be major changes. So take that into consideration as you're listening to this episode as well. And then to answer your question, you have in the past talked about how to prepare for copywriting. And one thing that you have said over and over again that makes so much sense and, and was a huge game changer for me was just collect as much information as you can do as much research read as many blogs read as many newspaper articles read as many customer reviews just collect as much information around the subject as you can and then just kind of let it percolate in your brain for a couple of days before you start doing your writing that in my opinion is what the ai is amazing at it has access to information from all over the web depending on which model you're using and depending on which version of which model it has access to all the world's information and it's able to grab all of that and let it percolate, let it stew for a couple of seconds, maybe less than a second and then start spitting data out. So that's the backbone of how it works. And then from as far as I can tell, the other thing that is its key component is its predictive abilities. It's able to predict instead of thinking about and saying, this is what the answer should be. It's able to predict what the answer should be. So it, it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around, but as the AI is spitting out answers, it's not doing it the way that human beings do it. It's doing it in a predictive manner. It's predicting what the next letter, the next word, the next sentence should be. And it's compiling it that way, which we'll come back to that later on in the conversation. But to understand that the way that it really spits information out is a predictive model rather than an actual concise knowledge model. I want to tell you, I thought it would be a real neat gimmick to write the intro, maybe not the first intro, but the intro after the copy is powerful part on AI and read that. But every time I asked it to do that, it said system error. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means, but I just thought I'd mention it. I was using chat GPT to try to do that and no dice. Yeah. And chat GPT 
is the most popular one right now. It's the one that is easiest for people to access. There's a couple other ones. The one I really like is copy.ai, not a sponsor. Another one that I like is Write Sonic, works really well as well. Jasper works, it works all right. It's better for long form copy rather than what I use this stuff for, which is usually just short form ideas. There's a couple different versions out there. Chat GPT, though, I mean, that's the one that's really taking the world by storm, but you will run into, since so many people are using it, you'll run into quite frequently, you'll get halfway through your prompting and it says, oh, can't work right now. Too many people. Error, error. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just as soon not have AI, right? Copywriters podcast. What what I see AI good for, maybe sort of pulling the lens back at a more macro level, is structure. There, there really aren't that many structures that work for copy, for a screenplay, for a song, for a blog post, for, it seems like there's more like an infinite number of structure for Facebook ads, but that's probably another conversation for another day. But AI is pretty good at, at sussing out what structures have worked. I created a business plan for a hypothetical magazine on potassium products. Why? Don't even ask. And it did, it did a pretty good job. It, it didn't go into the kind of detail you would need, but it left me places, it left blanks to fill in, mm-hmm. you know, metaphorically speaking. It's good at data. It's, it's good at research. It's good at consolidating info. It can, you know, spider the web way faster than any, any human can. You, what did you mention um, when we were chatting about this ahead of time? Oh, you thought that perhaps for... Not writing so much as targeting markets, AI could be helpful. Could you talk about that? Yeah, so that goes back to the predictive nature of how the AI works, where it's not particularly coming up with answers, but it's predicting what the answer would be. And it's great at that. It's, it's better than I am. When I come to, when it comes to picking out the targets for my ads, I'm okay. Sometimes I nail it. Sometimes I don't nail it. The AI for Google, the AI for Facebook, the AI for TikTok, the, the AI for TikTok is scary. It is great at saying who needs to see this and who's most likely going to act on this. And the way that it does that, it's it's not the same as like a, a language model AI where it's helping you spit out copy. It's more so taking all of these different data points on people, taking into consideration their debt, taking into consideration their mortgages, their marital status, the amount of kids that they have, the amount of cars that they have, the type of job they have, the last time they updated their job, all of these different millions of data points, and then deciding these, out of these millions of people, these 400 are the best to show your ad to. And then by testing those 400, then saying, okay, based off of what we got from these 400 people, these 4,000 people are going to be the most likely to buy when they see your ad. So I've been playing around with that aspect of AI for about a year and a half now, and I've just been blown away by how accurate it guesses who's going to be the most likely to act when they see their when they see your ads. And so 
I have a very mixed relationship when when this new chatbot type AI came out. I'm already won over by incorporating aspects of AI into my job. So where a lot of copywriters are kind of terrified of AI, I've already seen how amazing it can and, and how the results that it helps me get for myself and my clients I don't want to say no to. So for that oh, aspect oh, yeah. alone, I've already been won over. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't stop it. It's it's there. And But the, the question is how to use it and how to keep it from obliterating you. But when you do this thing with you know predictive targeting, is that an AI that's built into TikTok or built into um, Google? Or where do you get it? It is built into TikTok, it's built into Google, it's built into, I mean, they all have their own versions of it. TikToks, in my opinion, TikToks is, it's amazing. Google, with Google YouTube, using YouTube ads, Google is amazing as well. Facebook has been under fire for the data collection practices, so they're, I think they went overboard in trying to limit it, so it's not been as effective lately. But there's also a lot of AI tools that you can build into your website. There's ways to pixel. I'm going to get into some industry secrets here that we're not supposed to talk about out loud. There's ways to track people who hit your website and gain all kinds of data points on them. Even if they never opt in for your lead magnet, you can get their emails, you can get their telephone numbers, you can get their employment history, you can get their LinkedIn addresses, you can get their Facebook, you can get their Gmail account, you can get everything just by them hitting a page if you have the right software built into your site. And then using that and having it talk with the AI over at Google, having it talk with the AI over at TikTok has been some of the just insane jaw dropping above 50% conversion rates, like over half of the people seeing an ad based off of this data collection working with the AI. And we're seeing over 50% conversion rates. Like that's as a copywriter earlier in my career, I never even thought that would have been possible, but I've seen it happen now. So how do you find these AIs or how do you find out about them? Well, the AI for Google, the they're just built in. It's once you start giving it data, it starts playing with it. The same for Facebook, the same for YouTube, the same for TikTok. So those are just part of the platforms that you're working with. The other built-in tools, think of like Cambridge Analytica. Think of those type of companies that are working for Kraft, that are working for the four corporations that own everything that you buy. There are versions of that same type of software. Those To work with those companies, with those agencies is millions of dollars a month, but there are scaled down versions of that that I've worked with and they... I'm not going to give any names out just because I don't know if I have permission to, but there are resources out there that do the same thing that the name that everybody comes to mind is Cambridge Analytica. There's companies out there that do the same thing and can help you set up that type of data collection system. And then what it is, is when people hit your website, it grabs their IP from their phone or from their desktop or from their tablet. And then it just matches all of the other databases that that same IP has hit. And then it says, oh, this person used this credit card on this website. This person used this information on this bank application. And then it grabs all, it's all anonymous. You don't have access to, actually the amount of stuff that you have access to is pretty scary. But all that to say, this is the world that we live in. And it's very gray area morally, but it's what we live in. And it's- Okay, uh, so maybe it's, maybe we can wrap this up by saying it's, Big Brother is not just coming. Big Brother is not just here. 
Big Brother has settled comfortably into internet marketing. Hey, let me ask you something. How would you like a complete copywriting course packed into a $10 Kindle book? Yeah? Then let me invite you to try Breakthrough Copywriting. It's only $10 and it's available now on Amazon as a Kindle. Breakthrough Copywriting was originally a $5,000 live seminar I held in Las Vegas. People flew in from all over the world to attend Breakthrough Copywriting. This Kindle book by the same name is a complete version of my four presentations at the seminar. If you would like to dig into copywriting basics or refresh the knowledge you already have, then you'll really like Breakthrough Copywriting. A-listers like John Carlton, Joe Sugarman, and Bob Bly give this book an A+, and you can read the reviews right on the Amazon site. This episode of the Copywriters Podcast is sponsored by Breakthrough Copywriting. Check this book out at Amazon.com today. And now, back to the Copywriters Podcast program, already in progress. All right, so what is AI not good for? In my Again, this might be completely irrelevant a month from now when this episode goes live, but like your story that you started the show off with, mm-hmm. human connection, being able to read nuances, being able to read the room. Let, let me tell you why I think that's not going to change in a month or since I live just north of Silicon Valley or in our lifetimes and the lifetimes of Bella's kids, Okay. The writing and the emotional sensitivity and so forth, it all has to go through a filter. And that filter is the software developer's mind. Mm. And those people, they like flat food, you know, pizza that you can slide under a door. They, if you've seen some of the dating programs that they get, you realize that their social skills and their images of women or the opposite sex is not really that mature. And everything is going to be starting with that baseline. Mm-hmm. Not that many people in the world, and uh, I would say a, a good chunk of them who are watching this podcast are part of a pretty small group. I mean, maybe there's 50,000 in the world. Maybe there's 5,000. Maybe there, you know, who can really write, who can create, as, as Carlton said in, in a post he put on LinkedIn about AI, craft a really good sales story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of good salespeople, but to actually put it in words, there aren't so many. And to get to get those people, the, the kind of personality that does that is not going to spend hours and years, no matter how much money is involved, you know, programming a computer. They wouldn't want to. So I, I think, you know, the the personality personality is is not something you can just create with the ones and zeros. It has to come from a person and then maybe be modeled and translated. I don't think that's going to happen. You touched on something, sales stories, influential stories, stories that get people to buy. The AI has no capability of doing that yet. Also personalized sales stories, stories that come from something that you had, an aha moment that you had that helped you understand the importance of whatever it is that you're selling. Those type of stories, it's just impossible for the AI to go back through your background to pick out what your aha moment was and to turn it into some sort of piece of persuasion. The AI can't do that yet. So that that's a great point. I'm, I'm thinking about the BBC has started its own masterclass series and they're calling it my astro class and they have lee child the guy who wrote the jack reacher books teaching one 
And he, and, and I haven't bought the course. I'm tempted to, but there's only so much time in the day. But he said that you may be better to start writing when you're much older, even in your 60s or 70s. And the, the one thing, I mean, even if our 10-year-old is not a bot but a real person, he probably hasn't broke, had his heart broken. He probably hasn't been betrayed by someone he trusted for years. He probably hasn't struggled and struggled and then had a huge victory and had his whole worldview changed, right? And that is what creates the empathy and the ability to personalize and the ability to step into another person's shoes. Now, I'm not saying you need to be 60 or 70 to do it. You could be 30. Maybe you could even be 20 if you've lived life very, 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 very fast. But mm -hmm. um, to have that level of human experience that's pretty hard to simulate. I mean, that is why actors have their method where where they actually go back to feelings. But even being able to be aware of those feelings and articulate them and shape them and put them into a form, that that takes human life experience. And it's usually not the software developer type of person who focuses on that a lot. There may be some. There may be yeah. some. I think that's the weakest point for the AI right now is that emotional connection. And that's a huge part of selling. That's a huge part of, I mean, we say it all the time. We don't make buying decisions based off of logic. We make buying decisions based off of emotion. Yeah. And then we back those decisions up with logic and human beings writing to each other can grab those emotions and take you on an emotional roller coaster and the AI as conversational as it is, it's very dry when it comes to emotions and it hasn't been able to mimic or, and I hate to say this, but it can't emotionally manipulate you the way that a good copywriter can. And so I think that that, that emotional connection is the biggest advantage that a human copywriter has right now. I agree. I, I made a list of, eight things that AI doesn't have along along these lines. Empathy, salesmanship, creativity, sense of humor, and rhythm, tone, emotion, and the feel of a real conversation, the feel of authenticity. Mm -hmm. And some of those things I see it getting better at in the upcoming months. But yeah, that, that personal connection, that emotional connection, I'm not sure even within our lifetimes if we'll ever see AI actually be able to do as good of a job as a real human copywriter can do. Hard to know. We'll, we'll find out. You had some other thoughts about AI, especially about the future and other uses maybe. Yeah. So the thing, the conversation that I hear most copywriters having right now is will this replace me or can I use it to make my job easier? That's like the two things that most people are talking about. The two yeah. conversations most of them are having in their head right now. I feel like that's thinking about next week and I'm trying to think about next year. I'm trying to think about the year after that. And I see a lot of people saying, Oh my gosh, it makes it so easy to write blog posts. It makes it so easy to write emails. And because I'm in media buying, I'm not just a copywriter. I'm also a media buyer. I see a huge impact on Google, on Google ads, Google search results. If, Everybody's saying it's it's great. It makes writing blog posts so easy and my SEO is going to go up. And But what about when everybody can just go to chat GTP and they say, hey, how do I 
feed my plants the right amount of nutrients or how do I write a good sales letter or how do I do whatever where you would usually go to Google and you would look it up on Google and you would get the top search results and then there'd be some Google shopping ads that people like me would pay for to get my product in front of you. And then you go to my blog post and you read some stuff on my blog post and then I give you an option to opt into my mailing list. All of that is going to go by the wayside. When ChatGPT or similar things, an app on your phone where you can just ask it and it scrubs the internet and it finds the best answer for you, that's going away. Writing books, when especially, I mean, I have so many leads that come in from the books that I've written on how to write sales funnels, how to write sales copy. People say, I read your book, man. How can we get together? How can we work together? That's going to go away because they can just go to the chat GTP and say, hey, consolidate Nathan's how to write sales funnels book into 15 paragraphs that hit the main points. And then they don't have to read my book anymore or they don't even have to say my name. The AI can go read my book, consolidate it for them, boil it down to the most potent points, and they never even knew that it came from me. So, so the book are you talking about the death of info products? <laughs> I am talking about the complete revolutionary aspect that this is going to have on marketing as a whole, not just copywriting. And so great. It helps you pump out 15 blog posts a day. Nobody's going to visit blogs anymore. Great. It helps you po- It helps you pump out 15 emails a day. Nobody's going to be reading your blog to sign up for your email list in the first place. So we need to be thinking more than just next week ahead. We need to be thinking about how this is going to change marketing as a whole. And the best conversations that I'm having with copywriters right now are the two or three copywriters that understand this is not just about will it replace me or will it make my job easier. It's about how this is going to change communication as a whole. And there's only two or three other marketers or copywriters right now that I've seen even contemplating this. And, um, the majority of us, the majority of copywriters, the majority of marketers are stuck in what's going to happen next week. And only a few are thinking about what's going to happen next year. Well, I think it's a good idea for us to think about what's going to happen next year and how can we leverage our skills and how can we get ready for it? Because Mm -hmm. it's going to happen whether we like it or not. Yeah. And I would say if you're a copywriter out there right now and you're listening to this, What I would say is start looking for the forward-looking copywriters, not just the ones that are selling products on how to use AI to write your copy, but looking for the copywriters that are thinking about how this impacts content, how this impacts search results, how this impacts info products, like you said, David, how this impacts marketing and communication as a whole, and start having conversations with those copywriters, with those marketers, and again, just don't be stuck in the... How is this going to affect me next week? Be part of the conversations of how is this going to affect us next year and down the road from there? It's a good challenge and I'm going to take it and I think everyone else should too. Yeah. And I just to not end the show on doom and gloom. I'm very optimistic about what all of this means. I see the same way that I saw internet when, when internet came in and completely revolutionized now all of a sudden writing 15 second spots for radio ads was no longer as appealing and banner ads came in. And then when banner ads lost their appeal and targeting came in, this stuff changes and every new disruptive technology 
scares the crap out of everybody who's stuck in the old way of doing things. But the people that say, hey, how can I use this? How will this change things? How can I be ahead of the curve on this? Those are the people that become the next leaders of the industry. So don't be afraid of this. Just be aware of the fact that this is a constant in marketing. Things are always changing. Some things always stay the same, but other things are always changing and be ahead, adopt, learn, and be thinking more than just one step ahead and you'll be fine. Yeah. And most of all, be curious, look for clues and start to see how the dots might connect in a different way in the future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. David, thank you for entertaining this idea. I know this was something that other than just people trying to pitch their AI copywriting course, this is something that most copywriters aren't even really talking about out loud yet. So I'm glad that you are willing to well, do this episode. I'm really glad you're talking about big picture and long-term stuff because we heard the same, oh, what's going to happen to my job when, when Facebook came out, when the internet came out, when TikTok came out and like, there's already plenty of that. I, I want to have something better. And thank you for all the thought that you put into this and, and sharing it, because maybe it'll give people a new way to look at things. Absolutely. And I will say, do you mind if I plug my own website before I plug the podcast website? No, I don't mind. Do it. Okay. So if you want to keep up with me and my thoughts on advertising as a whole, advertising cheat codes is the place to go until the AI <laughs> makes my website unnecessary. But until that point, advertising cheat codes is the best place to find me. And then if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, make sure that you get more episodes and you subscribe so you never miss future episodes over at copywriterspodcast.com. Yeah. All right. That's good. <laughs> All right. Thank you, David. And thank you for listening. And until next time, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Hey, did you enjoy today's show? Want to help get it into the ears of more listeners? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.